Welcome to Rule 11, a weekly football officiating conversation. Rule 11 is a podcast show discussing all areas around college football officiating, on the field and off. Our passion is to help others pursue their goals in college officiating. The only way to improve is to work to improve, and this is one avenue to hone our craft. So we hope you enjoy the conversation just as much as we do on the road toward the perfect game. So thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy. <laughs> I always wanted to say that. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Opening day of baseball season. And we're going to talk a little MLB today. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. How are you doing, Dwayne? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How yeah. are you doing? Good. Yeah? Good, good. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's Number 14. Every, is that what it is? Conversation 14. It is 14. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of, it's growing up it's, there. It's getting up there, yeah, yeah. So I appreciate, we appreciate everybody that's, that uh, comes along with us on this little journey. It's it's kind of fun. and Yeah. And uh, appreciate when everybody, anybody's uh, lets us know that too, because that's always fun to, to hear and uh we get those little shots every once in a while, and that's good to good to get. So, yep, yep, yep. Um, How was your week? It was okay. Yeah, so far. I mean, it's Thursday today, so one more day. Yeah, uh, to get up, and then uh, <laughs> that's it. So, yep, uh, it was okay. Nothing special. Just uh, I get next uh, Tuesday is a big day for us. Um, it is. Uh, yeah. Um, what is uh, uh, Natalie turned 16. Oh, wow. And she's already passed all her tests. So she's yeah. chomping at the bit. She's already got a car key <laughs> in her, in her hand, just ready to leave. The car's drive. already idling. Oh, yeah. It's been idling for a while. So, uh, that's, that's awesome. coming up, but, um, yeah, good, good, good. good. What about you? Uh, just a kind of a average week. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing too special to speak of. Yeah. Yeah. So, all yeah. right. Just getting ready for some man. spring ball, huh? Pretty much. That's yeah. it. Yep. It's going on all over the place, so it's good to see. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's already started. So, okay. So we're gonna have we're gonna have a guest today, it's, uh, Tyree uh, Walton from the uh, Mountain West Center Judge. Uh, we'll get a little into, into a little bit how we met Tyree and, and how we got to know him. Uh, good, great guy. Uh, yeah. Tyree's a good guy. Yeah. Good. good. Be good to talk to him about his uh, rookie season. Yeah. As a, Center judge. Yeah. First season in the, in this, in the uh, Mountain West as, as a center judge. So yep. uh, I think he had a couple games, two or three games a year before and, and developmental. So yep. but it's his first full year, full season. So we're going to talk with him. That'll be fun. Yep. So, so we're going to, we're going to change it up just a bit. Yeah. And I need so, to, so if you're listening, a lot of people have done this already. Um, make sure you subscribe uh, to, via the website. So all you have to do is go to the website enter your email in the uh, little form there and hit subscribe. And that way we'll have you on our email list and we can send you updates. Send You'll be the first to know when podcasts, new podcast shows are out. Um, any of the other things we do, any other content we put out, you'll, you'll get to know that. Um, <clears throat> we may also send out a survey or two or have you um, kind of test out any new ideas we might have in the future. So uh, please go to the website and subscribe. You, uh, the other places you can reach us is our uh, Twitter, Twitter, 
the at Twitter. The Twitter at Rule Eleven Officials. Email Rule Eleven Officials at Gmail dot com. Yeah, and where where can we listen? Uh, Google you, Play. Yeah, you and, can subscribe if yeah. if you're just listening through the website or um, just have a just a single episode. Mm-hmm. You can subscribe through iTunes and Google Play and automatically get it downloaded every week. Yeah. So good stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I like I liked how you talked about some uh, look for some some R and D happening, <laughs> research and development of some some things we have th- yeah. in the back of our head. So we'd like to get some feedback on some thoughts. So. Look out for some of that stuff, and then and, and please let us know what you think. So, look for yeah, that. exactly. We always have some some crazy ideas we like to test out, and everyone's yeah. a crazy one. <laughs> some stick, some don't, but we're going to give it a shot and see what happens. So, um, yep. So look forward to that. That's great. And then our weekly quote of the week. Yes. Um, so this one's from someone named Gary Keller. I think he's a like a businessman, and. Uh, he says, work is a rubber ball. If you drop it, it will bounce back. The other four balls, family, health, friends, and integrity, are made of glass. If you drop one of these, it will be irrevocably scuffed, nicked, perhaps even shattered. Mm-hmm. So, That's pretty key to what we, uh, yeah. what we try and battle with around here, huh? That. Yeah, it's got to have that balance. Work life balance. And if if I remember correctly, we heard a lot of that from some of our earlier supervisor guests that uh right. make that important to right to have yeah. that balance. So. Yeah, I mean if you whenever you talk to like really seasoned uh veteran officials, they always come back to the work like ba- work life balance. Yeah. Um because they I think they reflect back and realize how por- important that is. So. Yeah. Well, you only the, the best experience you have is pure experience. So, yeah, them probably going through some of that, and mm-hmm. yeah, you look back, and so that's yeah. good stuff. So, yeah. a good quote of the week that uh, brings us right home to some of the stuff we've talked about in the past. So, another good one. So, okay, we are going to chat with a wonderful friend of ours here shortly. So, hang tight. We're going to welcome today's guest, Tyree Walton from Colorado, a friend of ours, peer of ours, and um, uh, center judge in the Mountain West. So we're going to hear a little bit of his story and some of his uh, his experiences thus far in the Division One level, and uh, see what he's got to to tell us and tell you. So, Tyree, how you doing? Doing well. Thanks for having me, fellas. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks. We appreciate it so much for you coming on. We always appreciate anybody that's willing to spend some quality time away from their friends and family to, to uh, talk football with us. So that's great. So let's just start off right at the top. Officiating background. Why don't you give us a little history of your, um, of your background, however far back you want to go and, and kind of how you got to where you're at now. Sure. Um, I think kind of officiating really started to me. You have to go way back. You have to go back to when I was nine years old. Cause that's when I originally fell in love with the game of football itself. Uh, really started playing football at that age and then played all the way through high school and college football. Uh, I attended Adams State out here in in Colorado and graduated in 2008. And really at that time, I thought football was over for me and and didn't have any thoughts to to go into officiating or any just wherewithal about it. Um, 
But once I graduated, I started working at U.S. Bank as a teller, making a whopping ten dollars an hour, and obviously needed something else to to pay the bills. <laughs> um, so I started working at a, a local pizza parlor here. Um, just kind of hard work. I was working twelve hour days and literally leave the bank, then run over to the pizza pizza parlor and was mm-hmm. delivering pizzas, doing all that. So, anyways, one night, a uh, gentleman called in eight thirty, and we closed shop. Uh, at 8.30. And he said, hey, I know you guys are closing, but we'd really like to order pizza. And and I said, you know, there were some other high school people in there. Just, they left me hanging. I left. I was there by myself. I was like, all right, sure. Come over. Uh-huh. And um, and really, that's how it began. A gentleman by the name of Terrence Miles came over uh, literally within five minutes, and we started, started talking football. Um, asked me what I did and I told him, you know, I just graduated from college at the time, make some extra money. And then he told me about this, this wonderful avocation, uh, of football officiating. So that's how it started. Got me signed up for, wow. you know, the, the introductory officials class and uh-huh. actually, actually came to my first little league, little league game, which was a nightmare, you know, threw the flag, <laughs> killed, killed, killed the play, uh, the whole night. Yeah. <laughs> God, what am I, what am I doing out here? Um, so that's, that's really how it started. And I went home that, you know, that weekend and said, man, it can't get any worse than this. So, you know, I just decided to, decided to to stick it out and it's been a, it's been a wonderful journey to say the least. So from there, from there, I, uh, did four years in high school football and then another four years in the Rocky mountain athletic conference. And then last year had, had a, great opportunity to work in the mountain west as you guys mentioned that's great that that is great that that it's crazy how uh those things lined up for you to make that up (laughs) really really for you yeah yeah i mean i had a similar story you know somebody my plumber that was helping me out he was officiating (laughs) he talked to me a little bit about it and that's how i kind of got started into the yeah so um So, can you you said last year was your was that was your first full season in the uh, Mountain West? Correct. Yep. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> this is a lot of questions I want to ask because no worries. You know, I think what what were some of the differences you you kind of saw noticed coming from a D two conference to an FBS conference? Sure, sure. Great question. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the biggest differences, obviously, is. Um, flying instead of driving right <laughs> oh yeah um, you guys drove a lot but i uh yeah we would drive six seven hours i miss those trips i miss the, the the camaraderie and the bonds that you have with the fellow officials um but on, on a on a serious note i kind of broke this question down into to two different perspectives um from a game perspective and really a crew perspective i felt were probably the maybe the the biggest differences that i saw Last year, so I mean, really, no, okay. number one, from a pure game standpoint, obviously in, in the RMAC and D two conferences, for the most part, I still believe it's seven man officiating crew, correct? And then, right, obviously in the in the Mountain West is an eight man crew. Mm-hmm. So essentially, that's a difference right there in itself. So the game was a, the game was a lot faster essentially, but in my opinion, with with going to eight man and 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 having an extra official on the field, it actually made the game probably a little bit easier to officiate. And I related to how we all went from 
high school five man mechanics to seven man college mechanics, right? It was kind of maybe overwhelming. Well, for me, anyways, it was probably overwhelming at first. But once you got some snaps under under our belts, um, the game was actually easier because it's more officials and you don't have to run around everywhere as a, like a back judge. So, um, mm. so from a game perspective, I, I thought it was a little bit more more efficient. Um, and also, this the, the quality of play improves. Um, so same, just just going up another level. The the quality of play improves. He don't have to worry about if the guy is tripping over his foot, if it was intentional, not intentional, kind of whatever it was. You know, I, I felt like if you know if there was a foul on the field, we always say make it big. Um, you you saw it, you you knew if it was a foul or, or really not. So it was a cleaner game and, and and kind of made it a little bit easier to officiate. Um, then from uh, the second part. I felt there was maybe some differences um, is from a crew perspective, essentially, uh, and, and broke that down. You know, when I went from, you know, D2 to Division One, it, it maybe took in my own mind, but I just felt everyone was really, really good at that level, you know, or, and it is really good at that level. So, <clears throat> you know, I think everyone knows for the most part, knows the rules and mechanics. And a lot of times people, you know, that's a good official. What, what does that mean? And so I tried to, define that to some to some degree and really what i found is when you get to that level everyone has the common just love and pure joy for the game and so and i feel like you know when you have a a love for anything you go the extra mile to to really put your all in, in into every single aspect of the game that's you know preparation professionalism kind of mechanics and that was what i saw um, throughout each really official on my crew anyways. So, um, and kind of, so I mean, for example, as a conference, uh, Walt actually puts out each week to the CFO, CFO West, we have basically a conference call each week. And so during the middle of the season, we were talking about scrimmage chicks, for example, and we were having struggle. We were having some struggles at the conference, getting the defensive holds, um, on K releasing downfield. And so Walt actually broke it down for each official to have a, a, a key. So each, you know, lineman being assigned a key. So going into that week, I already knew that everyone on my crew was going to know their assignment, what their keys were going to be. And that was completely new. So really I just made sure from my standpoint, just to be as prepared as possible. Cause I knew, um, you know, those guys were, were counting on me as well as, as I know they would be prepared. Well, that was a great explanation. And to, I mean, I, yeah. I, I couldn't have asked for more for than that. So um, how about you share a little bit with us, you know, I guess some things that stood out to you on your rookie season, as we like to call those rookie yeah. seasons, anything, anything that, uh, you know, is, is a lasting memory or, or what was the best part of it or the, or the hardest part or, or what, or anything for that. Matt? Yeah. Some learning experiences, anything. Yeah. Yeah, good good question. Um, what stood out to me was the the crew, the quality of people on our crew. We're just an amazing crew, even though I, when the times I felt like maybe I had a bad game or you know things weren't going well, it was a new position. I went from back judge to center judge. I think, as we mentioned, um, you know those guys were always there to pick me up and and make sure that you know, I stayed kind of even kill in the moment. And so I feel like I can pass that down to other officials as well. Um, but also, you know, you, you always have to have that, that one or two guys on the crew that even throw salt in the wound, right? 
when um when you mm. in a good way in a good way essentially when you need it um yeah. so so we we had a really we kept it really upbeat on our crew um but the biggest takeaway for me i think um and as i mentioned in the last one is it, i said it was important for me to do my job to the highest level of ability i think sometimes i got caught up in being almost too good of a crewmate and i'll i'll try to explain that a little bit um yeah 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 so far as for a center judge, you know, I wanted to make sure I got to every dead ball spot and our line guys and headlines and line judge could depend on me to make sure the enforcements are correct and be at the dead ball spots, you know, when they are ready and, and kind of the relay of the ball. And, and I found a couple of times within the season that really got me in trouble because it stopped me from officiating essentially because I wasn't, you know, or didn't do a really good job at dead ball officiating and kind of slow transition up to the player, up to the dead ball spot. Um, and really, and it wasn't anything ill will. It was just, you know, really me trying to develop that trust within the crew. But I think after the, you know, first three, four games, they, I think they started trusting me that I'll, I'll be there. And I kind of took a step back and went back to really just officiating the play and letting the play dictate kind of the speed on when and where to get to where I need to be. So that was probably my biggest takeaway. That's a, that's yeah. a great example. It really is because, uh, I can, I can visualize that, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. in my head right now of, of trying to be at that spot and kind of forgetting to do our job. Right. Essentially. Right. Right. We're so, we're so, we're so, we're so enamored on, on getting to the dead ball spot and, and make sure the ball's on the ground and waiting for subs and go, 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 go. But but we're not, we're not really letting everything happen in front of us. So that, I love, yeah. I love that, yeah. that, uh, that you brought that up. That was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You mentioned, you mentioned you switched from back judge to center judge. Yeah. Um, what was that like? I mean, for, for one, you get the, I'm assuming you get the call that, all right, we're going to hire you f- for the mountain West, <laughs> but, <laughs> but there's a twist. For sure. <laughs> How, how'd that go down? <laughs> Uh, hey, wherever you need me, man, right? Uh, that's the old adage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And um, essentially, I, I enjoyed it, though. You know, I was it was a shock at first. I had never worked a, worked a game at Center Judge prior, um, but went in and, and really fully immersed myself into the, the position, into everything what that basically position entails. And I found it was awesome. It was a it was a new and challenging position, definitely different than than back judge. And like I said, I, I think it really on early on, I struggled a little bit with the with the change and just kind of some of the things I uh, just alluded on. And then also, really from the differences that I found from back judge to center judge, as a back judge, I had a really good initially. Anyways, I had a really good, or I felt I had a good feel for the flow. Uh, the administration and kind of the the yeah bird's eye view really of the game right mm-hmm. and so when I when I transitioned to center judge it was crazy because sometimes you we don't even know what's happening downfield right you're locked into to your key at the line yeah. or the quarterback make sure there's no room for the passer or whatever and then so that was a that was a struggle and I always felt like I was just go 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 and I didn't really have that really organic feel of the game so I think that kind of evened itself out over time and and um and I really, really enjoyed it. I mean, the other, the other big, big takeaway was keys. Essentially, 
Mm-hmm. Just pre-snapped as a back judge. Back judge and Tyler, you know, we're locked yep. into yep. two and three, mm-hmm. right? And those transitions from a back judge standpoint where, you know, we're, we're 25 yards away from the play, the transition um, just took a little bit more time from going from either the three receiver and switch to the one or two or however that however that worked out. It took some time to develop. Really, as a center judge, which I had to uh, uh, adapt pretty quick, is those transitions are quick. I mean, they happen much quicker. The game speed is faster. You know, pre-snap, you start with the left guard, and but that could move to the tackle, you know, in the blink of an eye, they look for the blitzing linebacker, the running back stepping up the block to see if there's a chop block, kind of whatever it is. And it was in a much shorter distance that I was than I was used to, um, and that was kind of the, the challenge of the position. But I, you know, I, I enjoyed it and, and kind of looking forward to getting after it after it again. Well, we all can't wait to get back in it again. That's that's always the next step, man. We we can't wait to to improve on the things we learned from the previous season. That's that was awesome. Um, how about wh- any any anything special you did to kind of prepare for your first uh, first game last year? Um, yeah, that was interesting. Um, I got so they got hired in middle of April, and so by that time, you know, like I said, never worked center judge before prior to that. So you know, I just scrubbed and tried to find anywhere I could get some snaps really at the position. Uh, so I think I signed up for Sasa too late. Uh, for those who don't know, it's great camp, full, yeah. full game experience. Um, so I did that. Also went to Tom Beard, um, mm. West. That was a new camp that, that established last year. Uh, right. and then really just, you know, we, there's a, semi-pro league out here and so just tried to get as much and and as many really snaps as i could at that position and then obviously just talk to a lot of guys there's a couple of guys in the in the big 12 and that's that have worked the center judge position for the last couple of years and just tried to lean on them as much as much as i possibly could right on yeah yeah (laughs) do it do what you can right right get in where you can fit in yep yep (laughs) so just kind of looking back on your career um what would you say would was most beneficial for your growth? Was it going to camps? Was it like uh, mentors, just game, or just getting snaps? Yeah. What do you what do you kind of think helped you along the way? Um, really consistently, in my opinion, just having a growth mindset of trying mm-hmm. to get better every single year, really every single day. I think people say that, but you know, when I went to camps, I was going to four or five camps and still am really every year mm-hmm. but about probably about two or three years ago i, I changed my mind of going to these camps really to to get exposure and get noticed and, and do all that it was more to really go get better and, mm-hmm. and that's where and i just fell in love with the game i told myself hey if i'm in the rocky mountain athletic conference for the next 20 years i'm okay with that because i'm you know, involved in football and I'm working the game that we all so love very, very much. So that was the biggest thing I think that, that propelled me in my career. Cause I, I took care of the little things. I took care of my weight, took, took care of my diet to really be the best official for whatever game I was working, whether it's high school, little league, division two, whatever game that is. And I think that's just hopefully transitioned to, to now uh, in the mountain West. 
No, that's a great answer. That is great. Yep. Control what you can control. Yeah. Right. yeah, we've heard that. We've heard that a lot. We've heard it t- t- twice by two different people on this this little show we do. And we hear it a lot. And it's, uh, I'm glad you said that, too. It's, I think I've said that a couple times. You know, we can't control everything out there. We can only control our preparation and what we do to get better. Mm-hmm. And if this dream of ours or mine doesn't really ever come to f- fruition, okay, well. I got I, I working for a great guy right now, and and, yeah. and we still get to work football, and uh, you know, and that's really what it's all yeah, about. And at so. the end of the day, I, I say this, I said this, to people. I mean, there's there's five essentially at the end of the day, there's five crews in the Mountain West, and mm-hmm. there's so and and I don't know, same with the Pac-12, but there's and there's so many. You know, we all go to camps together. There's so many guys mm-hmm. really jockeying for really five positions, and so yeah. you know, it's is it realistic for anyone to get get one of those positions we never know and so it's just yeah. hey work let's just love it work where we're at wherever that could be yeah that's it i mean there's there is so much competition out there um uh, that it is it's it's yeah. a it's like hitting the lottery I mean, you, it's it's <laughs> it, tough I mean, you tough. gotta be you you gotta get lucky you gotta yeah. be in the right place you, sure. it's just the we just like we heard gary reed say the stars have to align at some t- at some points, and that's just so true. So, yeah. Um, yeah. and you mentioned you you, know, you were going to four or five camps, clinics a year. W- what were some of those that you've been to? Um, you, are, you, are you going any more this year, or to get uh, you know any more improvement, or w- what's your been your experiences? Some of the ones that you've enjoyed the most. Yeah, I'm consistently trying to learn. Like I said, I'm still new, new in as a center judge, so. Um, I'm going to Harold Mitchell here in a, in May as as, okay. a, as an on-field clinician or on-field official. Um, and then in the past, I think that's the only only camp that I haven't been to so far. So it's going to be a new one for me, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But other than that, I've been to both Tom Beards, Sasa, kind of made made the gamut. Yeah, yeah. I, that's a good one. I've, I went to Harold Mitchell yeah, you've been there, two or three years yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so a lot of people there, but, um, Harold's fun snaps to listen it. to. Yeah. <laughs> He's fun it. to listen to. He lo- he loves and there's snaps every day. So yeah. I think that would awesome. help out. So cool. Um, so kind of on a different front, uh, my quote today, quote of the week today was about work life balance, mm-hmm. basically. Um, you want to talk about how you sort of, you know, balance this avocation with, um, you know, family life and your real job. Sure. Uh, I'm not sure if I, I balance it very well, uh, but I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to get better. Cause I know it's, it's foundation that we have to do. I have a very, very good yeah. support yeah. staff. My fiance, I have a three year old son. Um, and they're very supportive in, in me and working football and working the game. I love. Um, so I made it, I mean, my balance, I would, I would start work early and then I always try to get off. So, try to be at work about seven o'clock and then get off right around three o'clock. And then I would do, I would just keep it simple and I would try to work. Cause I always tried to get home around dinner time for the family. So I'd study yeah. and Dwayne, me and you would talk and talk rules for probably about an hour sometimes. And so I would study from three to three to four, three to four, four fifteen, and then work out from about four to five and then try to get home by five five thirty or so. So mm. I at least had time at night to spend with the family. So that's how I've done. It. Yeah. That's great. That's great. I mean, it's those little things, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Um, 
manipulate the schedule to yeah. try and fit it all. And, and sometimes it's hard and sometimes it's not hard, but right. it's, That's... Uh, it's a great example of how to try and do that. So it, it's, it's tough. <laughs> it's tough, tough, but um, we always try to mention right. it. And we mentioned earlier, you, uh, you weren't on yet that whenever you talk to like seasoned officials, they always talk about work-life balance because I think they, they look back and they, they wish they could have probably done a little bit better in that department. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yep. So what, what what kind of other things you you like to do outside of this thing? I mean, you, you do anything else, or is it just football all the time when when it's not family or work? You got any other hobbies? You like that's to do? it, just football. No, I'm just no, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, no I, I like I said, fiance and, and a three year old son that I love to spend time with and enjoy yeah. uh, workout. And about a year, two years ago, I started practicing yoga as well because it's, it's you know mm. less pounding on the body and and I've never been very flexible. And in the center judge, always turning your hips and doing that that sort of thing. So I felt like you know it's very mindful and, and it's giving me some more yeah. flexibility. And um, I also coach. I've coached high school wrestling also for the last nine years. There you go. Oh, oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. So that's another another passion of mine. Um, awesome. High yeah. school, you said. We have to. We'll have to talk about that. My thirteen-year-old uh, yeah. just started yep. wrestling this year. Um, oh, that's so awesome! So, had to <laughs> hit you up a, a little bit there about you go. that. We could rough them up. That'd be awesome. Yep. <laughs> there you go. That's right. <laughs> cool. Um, so just kind of the final a final question we like to to throw at people. Do you have any advice for newer officials or getting into small college or, ju- or trying to move up? Um, any thoughts for those folks? Yeah, I think everything I've said throughout throughout this um, podcast, really just love it. Love love the game. Give back. Grab grab onto a network of people that you can trust that you know you can mm-hmm. share things with, and that's gonna that's gonna push you in the right way. Um, maybe not push you to the let's say to the next level, but push you from a rules perspective, push you from a knowledge of the game, push you from you know maybe watching film, sitting down with you, just really get a, a, a tight knit group of people uh, that you can work with, and and so you can just truly become a better official just to be one of the, you know, be the best official that you can be on the field. And I think that will take you a long way in this game and, and really enjoying it. Great. Yeah. Thank you. So well, much. Said, well, well said. Well said. That's yeah. right. Tyree, thank you for coming on with us. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Phil. Yeah. Good we, stuff. We always appreciate it. So uh, we look forward to talking to you again in the future. And uh, hope hope all is well. And don't get too cold. I know it's snowing up there, so <laughs> keep the long sleeves going. Uh, well, I appreciate it. Don't put them away yet. <laughs> yep. All right. Thanks. All right, sorry. We'll talk all to right, you soon. That was great catching up with Tyree. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah. Um, just one of one of my favorite guys I've met in this uh, 
in this avocation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I remember the first time. I think we picked him up. You met him before I did. I think you've known him for yeah, like a year. Um, the first Sasa too I went to. Um, you didn't. You weren't at that one. No. I met him there, and mm-hmm. then the second one. Then you met him there. So yeah. Now he jumped in that. Look, we had a we had a fifteen passenger van. We picked him up from the airport. In, yeah. in Salt Lake City, and he was put together. <laughs> he had these beautiful shoes, and I mean, he, he dresses he dresses well. I'll tell yeah. you that. So, yeah. but he's he's, he's been, a pro. Yes, he's been great. Um, easy to talk to. Yep. Fun to talk rules with. Yep. Um, yeah, just a standout guy. I'm yeah. re- really happy for his success so far. That's that's great. Yeah, well said, Wes. Well said. So. So yeah, we're done for this uh this conversation. It is. Yeah. So again, website yep. rule eleven rule dot com. Mm. Subscribe, please. Yes, please. Uh email rule eleven at rule eleven officials at gmail dot com. Dot com. Twitter at rule eleven officials. Mm-hmm. Trying to get to a hundred. <laughs> we're close. <laughs> we're close. Fifteen or 100 so followers. We're yeah, about fifteen yeah. away. Just trying to hit milestones. One and small milestone small, at a time. Exactly. And uh, iTunes and Google Play. Yeah. Sub- subscribe. Yep. Yeah. And please take a couple minutes and just... Leave some feedback. Uh, feedback or uh, an a easy rating. click. Yeah. One star, five stars, somewhere in between. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> go to. So, okay, Dwayne, thanks for the time. And uh, we'll Thank talk you. again next week. See you later. We want to thank you so much for taking the time and listening to Rule 11. We hope you got something from today's conversation just as much as we did. If there's any topic discussed from today's show that you'd like to come back to, please visit our website at www.rule11officials.com for any show notes and or documents that we have around today's show. Also, if you have any comments, suggestions, or future show topics, shoot us an email at rule11officials at gmail.com. I promise we'll read them all. One final thing is, please subscribe wherever you are listening to this publication. That way you can get alerts for the latest and greatest conversations. Now, enjoy the fight song of the week and have a great day. We want to thank you.